Hello and welcome back to the Conflict Skills Podcast. I'm your host, professional mediator, Simon Good. This is a follow-up episode. In the previous podcast, I talked about some of the general principles for repairing a relationship with a friend, some of the ways that you could think about the relationship itself and then how that might influence the steps that you take to uh, prepare to, I guess, talk to the other person about what's going on. I explained some of the ways that you could deal with difficult emotions and particularly maybe reframing some of the emotions that tilted more towards anger and maybe focusing more on the emotions to do with you having a hard time. So rather than saying, you know, I'm so upset about something you've done, saying that has really impacted me. I've um, found myself not sure of whether or not I can trust you in the same way as I used to. So talking about the fact that you're suffering was one option and then also maybe describing the emotions rather than displaying them. And then finally talking through some general principles in terms of the kind of approaches that can be helpful for repairing a relationship with a friend. So if you're interested in that one, you can go and check out that previous episode. It would be uh, episode 29. In today's uh, podcast episode then, I'll follow on from that and talk specifically about apologies I'll explain the five different kinds of apology and give some examples of what those might look like. Now, similar to what I talked about in the previous episode, one of the challenges with all of this is that there's so much cultural difference and individual nuance and even with different friends that you have, you might apologize to each of them differently. So I'm not necessarily saying that you need to use exactly the same words as me. Of course, your approach will be different to mine. But you, I think, should be able to consider the general principles and frameworks and the important elements, I guess, of each of the different types of apology and then translate it into something that is a good fit for you. It it doesn't come across as disingenuous or fake or whatever just because you're doing something that some goofy guy on a podcast told you that you should be doing. Before we get into the topic though, just as usual, thank you so much for listening. If you've got a question about something that I talk about in the podcast or an idea for a future episode, you can send me an email. It's podcast at simongood.com. That's S-I-M-O-N-G-O-O-D-E.com. If you'd like to support the podcast, the best thing that you can do is just leave a positive review in whatever platform it is that you listen to your podcast using. All right, let's get into that topic of apologies. I guess the first thing to think about when it comes to apologies is whether or not you actually should apologize. Just because somebody's upset with you doesn't necessarily mean that you should apologize. And then sometimes people have a very difficult time deciding to apologize, offering an apology to someone who expects it or demands it, particularly when they don't feel like they've done something wrong. And one of the common situations that I've noticed as a mediator is People want an apology, and I think in most of the mediations that I do, it's often workplace conflict these days, they want an admission of wrongdoing, if you know what I mean. Like they want the other person to either grovel on their knees and admit that they were wrong and you were right, and it's sort of the flip of I told you so. They want them to admit that I told you so. Or they want some kind of a a compensation, if you know what I mean, like the apology would therefore mean that they're entitled to an extra pay rise or something like that. And 
I've noticed that on the other side, people are incredibly reluctant to give apologies. <laughs> they don't like to apologize at all. <laughs> it tends to be the kind of situation that pushes people's buttons. And you might notice people get their heels dug in in a very strong way. I did not know that that back then. If I'd known, then I wouldn't have done what I did. It's like they refuse to apologize for something that happened if they didn't mean to do it. Like that was an accident. Why are they angry? I didn't mean to hurt them. That's not something that I planned. What's the big deal? And I suppose as you begin to think about whether or not you should apologize, the two questions you would think about is, well, what's the other person upset about and what are they looking to you for? Is it to admit that you're wrong or is there some type of compensation or is it the apology itself? And then if it is the apology itself, as I go through the different types of apology, you might find that one or two of them resonates particularly so that you think that might actually make a difference to the other person. The type of apology that is often suited to a situation does depend on the story that the other person's telling themselves and the feelings that are sitting there for them. If they're distressed and worried, disappointed and feeling let down and rejected, obviously you making a gesture that shows them that they're important would be something that makes a difference. Whereas if they're really frustrated and angry, maybe you finding a way to rectify the situation and make it right might be something that's particularly useful. So think about, should you apologize? And if so, what does the other person want from you? And then what do you want from the relationship? In a lot of situations where there's tension, particularly with our friends, gosh, it would just be such a more pleasant life if this tension went away. Like if we could just not worry about the argument that we had and focus on hanging out together this weekend or just let it go. Like we both said things that we regretted, but gosh, wouldn't it be nice if we could just hang out and have have dinner or, you know, go for a walk, whatever it is, um, like the old days. And so I suppose that's the other thing to consider is if that's something that's important to you, you'd like that type of a friendship with this person, then it's possible that an apology is a step that would move things in that direction. Whether or not you think that you should apologize, I guess in a way an apology is a gesture and we're making that gesture because we think that it would resonate with the other person. We don't need to apologize I mean, sometimes we might if we're feeling very guilty and we want to get something off our chest or whatever, um, but it's, I think, predominantly for the other person. So I'm always a little bit curious when I'm doing a mediation and people say, well, they don't need an apology or what's, you know, they just can't understand why the other person would want that, why it would be important to them. And I'm like, well, sure. I mean, to you, it's a bit of a mystery as to why, but is it possible they have a reason? <laughs> and if they do... Is it worth it to you simply to listen to them and and then potentially apologize if you can see where they're coming from? And I'm just wondering if that might be something that's helpful in your relationship. No, I'm not going to apologize. I'm, I'm not going to bow down to them or whatever it is. It's like, okay. I think a lot of people are a little bit stuck. <laughs> they become um, calcified. It's like they become hardened and... Uh, petrified, I guess. It's like petrified wood becoming very hard over time. Uh, and probably it's because they're petrified of, <laughs> of what it would mean if the other person feels like they're holding one over them or something like that. 
I don't know, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts on why people get stuck on these, I think, self-destructive loops in a lot of situations. So if you're thinking about a situation where there's conflict between you and your friend and you do want to apologize, there's five general types of apology that you could use. The first is expressing regret. The second is explaining what went wrong, you know, the factors that contributed to the situation that happened. The third is acknowledging responsibility. You know, that was my fault. I shouldn't have done that. The fourth is sort of a, sometimes it's called declaration of repentance. Like I'm not going to do that again. And then the fifth type is an offer of repair. So I'll go through each of those and explain a little bit more about what they look like and give some examples of each. Now, as I talk through those five different types of apology, the regret, the explanation, the accepting responsibility, the repentance or repair, you might think about a situation that you've been in, maybe even where a friend has wronged you and you were looking for some type of apology from them. Or have you been in a situation where you've upset someone else and you have needed to apologize? Well, I wonder if maybe one or two of these might resonate with you as I go through them. And if so, that might be an indication that that could be the kind of thing that you're looking for. So as I explain the five different options that you've got, you might consider, well, maybe one or two of these might be particularly useful. At the same time, a very good apology might often include a number of the different elements. So, you know, this is what happened and you express some regret and then offer a chance to repair or to make things right. Well, that would be a way of almost supercharging your apology, hacking it in a sense to ensure that it's as effective as possible. And if you're in a situation where you've apologized to someone else and they still seem upset with you, you might then not make the mistake of keeping on repeating the same type of apology. Maybe they're looking for one of the other types. Maybe they, yes, obviously it was wrong when you stood me up for dinner. You know, you saying sorry and sorry and sorry doesn't give me the sense that you care. What I'm really looking for is an assurance that this isn't going to happen again, right? So the first possible kind of apology is expressing regret. As an example, maybe if you've forgotten a friend's birthday, hey, I'm really sorry, I forgot your birthday. That was really thoughtless of me. Uh, I would understand if you're upset. Or maybe if you've kept somebody sort of waiting for you because you're running late, I apologize for being late. I, I should have left earlier. I, I hope that it hasn't been too hard waiting for me. Um, I'm so sorry for keeping you waiting. Have you been sitting there long? Or maybe you've made a comment that's come across in a way that you didn't intend. I'm sorry for that comment that I made earlier or that comment I made yesterday. It was insensitive and if it hurt your feelings, I, I really re regret that. I'm sorry. The second type of apology that you could use is an explanation of what went wrong. So kind of explaining some of the factors that were involved. Now, the reason that this kind of apology works is that it sort of emphasizes the fact that it wasn't your intention to cause harm. What we don't want is the other person feels that we were careless with their feelings, for example, or that we deliberately chose ourselves before them. If you're you know, cancelling plans, maybe something like, I'm so sorry for cancelling at the last minute. I've had an emergency come up at work that I couldn't avoid. I thought I was still going to be able to make it, but it sounds like I'll, I'll be needed after all. So the idea here is that we're trying to emphasize to the other person, like, please don't take offense. Please interpret this behavior in an accurate, so to speak, way. However, the risk there is that 
we might accidentally prioritize our wanting for accuracy, so to speak, above the other person's feelings and experiences. Like maybe this is an incredibly disappointing message for them to receive. So we might mention the fact that we've had the emergency at work, but what we don't want to do is to completely brush aside their feelings. So maybe I'm so sorry, there's been an emergency for work that I couldn't avoid. I imagine this is incredibly annoying for you, given the fact that you've traveled halfway across town and I'm sure there's now pretty limited options for you to organize something else to do tonight. I hope I can make it up to you. Let me know if you're free over the next few weekends and I'll move things around to make sure that we can catch up. You might explain for a misunderstanding. This is another explanation of what went wrong. I want to apologize for the misunderstanding. I thought you were aware of the change in plans, but I should have communicated it more clearly. Especially if you can take responsibility for your part in that misunderstanding, that can be a really helpful type of apology to give someone. I'm so sorry that this happened. Actually, it was a situation of crossed wires. I looked at your message and just read it quickly. I didn't probably notice the fact that you said you might not be able to come. So I assumed that you could and yeah, I made plans accordingly and I'm sorry, I shouldn't have um, rushed in so quickly. The third type of explanation of what went wrong is maybe where you've overstepped the mark, like you might have borrowed something without asking, for example, or taken something or mentioned a story that the other person wanted to keep private or something like that. You just apologize for that behavior, like I apologize for that, I apologize for bringing that up in front of that person, or I apologize for you know, going to the fridge and drinking all your beer while I was staying at your house without asking you. I realize I should have asked first. I realize I should have checked first. I realize I should have considered that. You don't need any particular reason or promise beyond that. It's just, you know, I should have thought that through a little bit more carefully. The third type of apology that you can use is what's called an acknowledgement of responsibility. It's like, that was my fault, my bad. And this is a really effective type of apology for a lot of people. And on the flip side, I know that when you give an apology, but you give the sense that you don't accept responsibility for your part in the situation, it often comes across as really disingenuous. Uh, Like, I am sorry, you know, actually my mum wouldn't let me go, so what was I meant to do? It's like, okay, but are you actually sorry about the fact that you stood me up? Or is it your mum's fault? Do you know what I mean? It's like this the lack of acknowledging that type of responsibility is just so palpable and for me anyway, and I'm sure for a lot of you, it it can be very irritable. Uh, Whereas if someone says something like, I apologize for how I acted, that was wrong, I shouldn't have raised my voice. Uh, I really wish that I'd spent more time listening to your perspective before jumping in and interrupting you. It's like, that was my fault. It's not the fact that you interrupted me as well. It's like, I'm going to do better. That was my problem back then and I shouldn't have done that. Maybe you've broken something, an accident. I'm so sorry I broke your headphones. It was careless of me. Look, I'd I'd be happy to replace them if that's something that would be helpful. Or you've forgotten something, you know, forgotten you've borrowed something and forgotten to return it. I'm so sorry I should have given this back to you years ago. Uh, That was my responsibility. You don't have to keep track of all your stuff and I didn't follow through. So yeah, I apologize. The third type of apology that you could use is I mean, what's sometimes called declaration of repentance. (laughs) It's basically saying that I'm not going to do this again. Yeah, I'm so sorry that I'm late. Next time I've actually added some time in my diary for, 
just in case the train's running late or something like that, because it's not fair that I keep you waiting every single time we meet. It's sort of the promise that this isn't going to keep happening again. Uh, I'm so sorry. I just want you to know that I've asked this person to remind me or I've organized this or I'm so sorry. Next time, let me come across town and meet you at a cafe right near your place because the last thing I want is for you to be stood up and kept waiting again. One of the things that can be helpful is talking about the steps that you'll take. You know, it's not just this isn't going to happen again. What can be helpful is to say this isn't going to happen again because I'm doing this. I'm sorry for sharing your personal news with others. I I promise it won't happen again. Um, Actually, if it's all right, maybe I could just check with you before we go into the party, just to make sure if there are any particular topics that you'd prefer me not to bring up. Or maybe you've neglected a friend. I'm sorry for not being there for you. I didn't realize that you were having such a hard time dealing with your parents or whatever. Um, I, I've realized my mistake though, and I, I would like to be there for you more. Um, maybe to start with, could I bring you around a meal? Is, is there you know, something I could make you next week? Or maybe you've overreacted. I'm so sorry for overreacting. Uh, actually, I've enrolled in a um, in regulating my own emotional state class with this fantastic mediator, Simon Good. Um, that's going to help me stay a lot more calm during conflict. And I'm hoping that you'll start to notice that moving forward. So that's the fourth type of apology that you can use, that type of like, I repent, I'm not going to do this again. And then the final type of apology that can be helpful is an offer of repair. You might say something like, I'm sorry for not helping you move as, as I promised to make up for it. Can I help you unpack or take you out for a meal? Or can I bring some food over? Or I'm really sorry about breaking this item or losing this book or this instrument or whatever. Um, I'd love to replace it. Would you prefer exactly the same or is there a different book that you've been looking at? Or maybe if you've upset them, like it's you've caused them emotional hurt, if you know what I mean. Um, I'm really sorry for those hurtful comments that I said. Would it be okay maybe if we sit down and talk about it? Or is there something that I can do to make amends? I know some friends that I have, when I've upset them, what they really like is an opportunity to talk it through and explain it particularly if they get the sense that I've really listened and acknowledged, and that is enough. They don't need a the declaration of repentance type of apology or an acknowledging of responsibility or whatever. It's just, I want you to know how I'm feeling. So again, as you're looking at a situation where you need to apologize, you could consider, well, which of these different types of apology are going to be the best fit? And if that particular one didn't seem to hit the mark, maybe trying a different approach, And you can supercharge those apologies by including a number of the different elements. Uh, Look, I'm sorry for doing that. That wasn't right. I I should have been more careful. These are the steps I've taken to make sure it doesn't happen again. In the meantime, is there anything I can do to make it up for you? So I hope that that's helpful for you, thinking about some of the nuances of apology. In the next episode, I'm going to be talking about setting up a difficult conversation with a friend in the context of tension existing between the two of you and what kind of factors can be helpful there, what types of elements, what can be a good way into some of the more difficult topics. Please stay tuned, consider subscribing again if you'd be willing to press like or give us a positive review or whatever the different version is on the platform that you use, it would be incredibly appreciated. But all the best if you do decide to give apologies a go sometime over the next week or two. Um, I hope that maybe you have a 
smoother experience than you would have otherwise before listening to the podcast. Bye for now.